Welcome to Piedmont Arts, made possible by Quo Vadis and Ortho Carolina. I'm Rachel Stewart. The Symphony Guild of Charlotte was founded in 1950 to support the Charlotte Symphony and Charlotte Symphony Youth Orchestras and to promote interest in symphonic music in the Charlotte region. Over the years, the Guild has successfully raised funds and provided volunteers for a number of orchestra and music education programs. On this episode of Piedmont Arts, we're joined by Debbie Abels, who's the current president of the Symphony Guild, and also David Fisk, who's president and CEO of the Charlotte Symphony. So welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Why don't we just start by talking about what exactly the Symphony Guild's mission is and, and what it does. Debbie, maybe you could start us off. Well, the primary purpose of the Symphony Guild of Charlotte is to provide financial and volunteer support to the Charlotte Symphony Orchestra, as well as to generally further music appreciation and education. We do that in a number of ways. Uh, we work in the symphony office on a volunteer basis to help with a number of things there, thereby freeing up uh, Charlotte Symphony staff time. Um, we work to further music education in a number of ways. We have what we call our musical petting zoo where children can have a hands-on experience with the orchestra instruments, hoping to pique their interest in classical music. We work with the Charlotte Symphony Youth Orchestras to help with their audition process. We provide scholarships to youth orchestra musicians. We are currently excited that we're about to launch a new program, a seminar series that will help youth orchestra members who wish to pursue music education at the college level, helping them to prepare, know where to apply, know what they need to do to be ready and competitive. We also have a young artist competition that's open actually to the entire region as well as the youth orchestra musicians. In addition, we make a significant financial contribution to the Charlotte Symphony every year. We do that primarily through our signature fundraiser, which is the Heart of the Home Tour. Yes, which you haven't had this year or last year. Right? Unfortunately, we haven't, but we've had a couple of other smaller fundraisers, of, such as a virtual 5K event, which we are hoping to hold again this coming fall. And also we've got something planned for May that's entirely new. That sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun for all of us who are anxious to get out of our homes and uh, back into at least a semi-social setting. We have our event called Birdie for Beethoven that will be at Top Golf in Pineville, uh, where we will be in pandemic friendly pods competing against each other and having a nice barbecue dinner. So we invite anybody who's listening who would like to do that to come along. You don't have to be a golfer. It's just going to be a fun event. So David, as the CEO of the symphony, I'm just wondering what that relationship with the guild means to the symphony. I know you've only been here for about a year, but do you have a sense of historically what that partnership has meant? Well, I came here to learn more about the work of the Guild. I was very happy to hear how active it has been and continues to be. Because from my position as CEO, um, thinking about the entire organization, it's true to say that the symphony is not simply one constituency, but a family of constituencies, musicians, staff, and volunteers. And we need all three of those to be working well together 
for the symphony as a whole to be able to be functional and effective and successful. And the volunteer component is in the leadership of the organization through the board, but exactly as Debbie described it, it's so helpful to have an organization in the form of the guild that is the way in which you can marshal volunteer support to help out, whether it's in the office or with fundraising events, and as connectors to community. You know, the Charlotte Symphony's own mission statement is to uplift, entertain, and educate the diverse communities of Charlotte, Mecklenburg, and beyond through exceptional musical experiences. So you can hear how the two missions are well aligned one with the other. It's such a relief to know that the Guild is there and is so well organized that if we need volunteer help, we can turn to them and they're right there. Is it common for a, an orchestra to have a guild? That yes. It is. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's very common for an orchestra of our size, especially. And as Debbie mentioned, for the guild to have been around since the early 50s, shows that with the symphony having itself only started in 1932, it wasn't long before the volunteers who started the symphony formed themselves into a volunteer corps to be well organized and you know, for the majority, therefore, of our life, the Guild and the Symphony have been working side by side. That said, we have been around since 1950, but in fact, I think we're a pretty well-kept secret. We like to think we're known out there, but I think we have been known primarily within the circle of the symphony audience in particular. Not everybody there even knows who we are or what we do. So we appreciate this opportunity to talk more about it because I think we have such a wide variety of volunteer activities that we do in support of the symphony that there is something for everybody, whether you enjoy the fundraising or the organizing of events or the educational piece we have such a long list of things you can do to support the symphony and music in general in our region and hopefully get more people interested in becoming part of our organization. And you um, both working to really reach parts of the community maybe that you haven't been as well connected to in the past. Am I right about that? That is correct. I think that we are not as well known as we might be and we've not managed to get our message out to the really broad region of Charlotte and surrounding counties. Um, and that is something we definitely want to improve upon because we would love to have more people be a part of us. We would like to be reflective of our, our entire community as does a symphony wish to be. It's simple. All you have to do is come to our website, learn more about us. There's a membership tab there if you're interested in joining right away, but certainly if you just want to inquire, um, about membership or what it involves, we ask anyone who's interested to please you know, come and uh, make yourselves known to us. Yeah, I echo what Debbie said there. We are going through a strategic planning process at the moment, which enables us to be very thoughtful about the geographic region that we're serving and how deep versus how wide is the best balance. Um, we know that there are towns and other places of Mecklenburg County where we could be doing more. There are neighborhoods of Charlotte where we'd like to be doing more. There is South Carolina not so far away. So we're thinking about all of this holistically in the context of the strategic planning process that the Guild and the Symphony are both working through at the moment. And all of it is about thinking how can we be a more effective service 
to the communities that we'd like to think of as our potential audience base. So um, that means not just how far our music reaches in the same way that WDAV reaches a wide audience. It's also about physically, where does it make sense for us to be establishing more of a performing and teaching presence? Since again, education is part of that mission as well as performance. So that's one area where you think you will do something different or something new in education? Yeah, new, different, additional, all of the above. Um, we want to constantly be letting our programs evolve and develop in response to demand. And so we are very much talking to those with whom we work as partners to see where it makes sense for us to be able to do things better or differently or new, as you said. Well, the symphony already does so much around education. I think that's part of it too, Rachel, that one of the things that we have been talking about with the strategic plan, because the symphony has invited the guild to be very much a part of that process. And we are planning once they are done to refresh our strategic plan to better align with their goals. But in addition to the geography, there are so many other ways that the symphony is trying to get into the community and be part of the community, education being maybe at the top of the list. And so we've spoken about how we can take our various activities around education, perhaps weave them together in a more comprehensive plan so that it's you know not just something here, something there, but that when it comes together, the strength of the whole is greater than the part and would also serve to inform the public more about how to become involved and you know, come in a doorway that would have a path versus thinking I have to go here to do this or there to do that. Uh, we, we want to encourage um, kids especially to have an interest in music, to figure out how to get started, but to keep going with it. So that is important to us. And I think the other thing that the symphony is doing that we are very excited to be a part of is reaching out in terms of the types of music that's being offered, the venues in which they're offered, for example, the brewery concerts, which WDAV does too. You know how successful those have been. David, you want to talk a little about that and that type of outreach so that you don't have to come to a concert hall. You can be in a much more relaxed atmosphere to enjoy the music. Yeah, we've opened up a, a second brewery location just this week, actually, Cabarrus Brewery up in Concord, uh, in addition to Noda, which has been a success for us already. And it's about meeting people where they are and presenting music in a very relaxed atmosphere. But it's also a way in which we can make sure that we are reaching out beyond our base uptown to um, be available and easily accessible to communities around the region. And that sort of also echoes what Debbie said about not just the range of music that we play, but also the keen desire we have to make sure we're serving audiences of all ages and situations. And it's worth adding from the Guild's point of view that they too are very open to all comers. There is a, an image sometimes around volunteer leagues that it's very much sometimes even named a women's guild. Um, in this case, not so much. The, it's, it's very well balanced in the leadership and membership. And both the Symphony and the Guild are always looking for attracting younger audiences and younger members. You know, I would add too, there are also other components to being part of the Guild. One is personal development. Uh, within all these activities, there are any number of leadership positions uh, for people of all levels of experience. And so we have a, a 
mentoring program in terms of predecessors working with their successors to help them understand how to make things happen. And I will also say it's not all work. We also have a social component that's very strong. Uh, typically, when we have our membership meetings, we have a portion of that meeting just devoted to getting to know one another, other fun activities. Um, even though we're currently meeting on Zoom, we've tried to incorporate some of those elements. And this fall, we have our fingers crossed at least that we will be able to meet in person again. And when we do that, it's just a great opportunity to meet with people that you already know, but make new friends as well. I've made some great friends in the guild. In, in my experience, having worked with volunteer guilds a lot in the past as well as here, some of the most fun you have is with those events. And guilds do put the fun into fundraising, which can sometimes feel like a relentless part of our work. It's nice to be able to do it with high spirits and light hearts sometimes. You know, in, in talking about reaching younger folks, are you seeing any success or is this too too soon to say? You know, with your brewery concerts and with some of the other, the mentoring, I would think that would be attractive to a lot of younger folks. Yeah, I mean, we don't have concerns about our inability to reach younger audiences. We're doing it all the time, all the way down, in fact, to pre-K. That's how you define young. If you're talking about younger adults, of course, events like the breweries is a great way to be able to um, get folks attention and we want to be in the thriving parts of the region where younger adults are already gathering anyway and we have uh, specifically talked about attracting young professionals to our group and in fact we uh, are uh, particularly speaking to the parents of the youth orchestra members right now about becoming part of us and not just as individuals or couples, but as a family. So while only adults could actually join the guild, we do encourage families to become involved. So for example, at some of our volunteer activities, if a member has a teenager that they would want to bring along for the experience of the service of supporting classical music, or in some cases achieving volunteer hours that they can put toward school requirements. Uh, all of that is possible. So um, you know, we're thinking in new ways, just as the symphony is, again, trying to get our message out. What are, you mentioned the, the golf tournament that's coming up. Is that, what else, do you have anything else or, or if somebody's looking to join in and do something now, what would you say would be the best way to do that? Well, we've actually been active this entire year, uh, which is not true for all symphony guilds across the country. We have been going full bore on the education front, on finding fundraisers that we can do safely during the pandemic and, and so forth. So there's always something going with us. The most immediate thing on our calendar right now, in addition to the golf tournament on May 20th, is on May 25th, we will have our annual membership meeting again via Zoom, hopefully for the last time. Uh, but anybody who's interested in finding out more about us, we welcome anyone who's interested to let our office know and we'll be glad to send the Zoom information so that people can just sit in and hear what we have to talk about, what we have in our plans for the coming year, uh, just to get to know us as individuals before committing and saying that they might want to join. So that those are those two things that are on the immediate horizon. 
Before we wrap it up, I just quickly want to give David a chance to talk about concerts coming back because that is happening very soon. And I, and I know you're probably pretty excited about that. Yes, we are. We, I think, are all ready to come back and gather again. And as the vaccination program has picked up pace, we are delighted that this month we're welcoming audiences back to the Belk for the first time since March of last year. And it's a chance for us working with the Blumenthal and Atrium Health to make sure everybody does feel truly comfortable with the protocols that will be visibly in place, but also it's a chance for us to know, for them to know about what's invisibly helping to make them feel comfortable too. I was so impressed to hear that the um, air in the Belk changes completely nine times an hour. The quality of the air circulation is so high that the entire air supply of the belt has changed nine times an hour. Um, and that is very impressive. It means that in addition to the mask wearing and the other steps that have been taken to guarantee hygiene, that people can feel very comfortable knowing that in a theater, they are just as safe as they would be any place. And the social distancing on the seating means that they're also not feeling close cramped to folks they don't know. So that's the first step. The second step then in May will be to welcome back larger audiences and to add to that the concerts that we love to do at South Park. Um, this time we're doing it in a, again, a smaller iteration because we still need to maintain social distancing even in the open air. And the capacity therefore of um, Symphony Park and South Park is going to be much more like 500. And family pods, if you imagine those drawn out on the grass, would be 10 feet apart to ensure that everybody again feels super comfortable. And then as we pick up pace through the summer and as everybody's getting vaccinated and beginning to come back to what will hopefully be a new normal, look for the announcements about how we'll be starting our season in the fall um, in September with some other big events happening in the run up to that as well around 4th of July and so on from there. It's an exciting time. It's such a relief. I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. And that's great. That's great to hear. I'll give you the last word, Debbie, before we wrap it up. Anything else you want to say about the Guild and et cetera? I think I've pretty much said it all. I hope I've painted a picture of the wide variety of activities that we do. Uh, perhaps I haven't said enough about the satisfaction of doing it. All of us who are involved, we are involved because we love classical music. We love our class, our Charlotte Symphony, and admire so all that they do. They work so hard. They're so talented. Um, and we have really appreciated our collaboration in the past. And um, frankly, with David coming and his invitation to become even more closely aligned, there's no end of opportunity. If you want to be involved in a meaningful way with your symphony, with classical music, uh, please check us out at symphonygillcharlotte.org. Uh, we would love to have you join us. Okay, sounds good. And good luck to both of you as we hopefully are moving into a new phase on so many levels. And we'll look forward to the spring and the summer. You bet. Thank, you, Thank you. Thank you for our partnership with WDAV as well. Yes, indeed. For Piedmont Arts, I'm Rachel Stewart. Uh, we've been talking with Debbie Abels, current president of the Symphony Guild, and David Fisk, who's president and CEO of the Charlotte Symphony. 
Piedmont Arts is made possible by Quo Vadis and Ortho Carolina.